Board, please. Now driving. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Four Please Now Driving, the official Masters podcast. I'm your host, Marty Smith from ESPN. It is moving day at the Masters. The story in sports, much less here at Augusta National, is Tiger Woods' resurgent march to tournament play, his fortitude to overcome, his indomitable will. Woods had a very difficult day Saturday, but Scotty Scheffler, winner of three of the past five PGA tournaments entering the Masters, continuing his charge toward potentially etching his name in the annals of golf's most prestigious history book. Scheffler seemed completely unfazed by the colossal stage on which he stood, shooting three under on the first nine before stumbling with a two over on the second nine to card a one under 71. That included, if there is such a thing, a remarkable bogey on the 18th. I caught up with Scheffler one-on-one after his round. You had a phenomenal bogey on 18, if there is such a thing. A, oh, pheno- there is, there is. <laughs> a phenomenal bogey on 18. Walk me through the experience uh, of the 18th. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, pretty poor tee shot. But after that, I, I was a little bit worried when they couldn't immediately find the ball. And so I knew I was going to be in some trouble. But, you know, I was able to take it unplayable and get it out of there and then hit a great shot up by the green and, you know, had a nice up and down. And the five definitely felt like a four. I mean, it was tremendous. You seem to us completely unflappable i know you know how huge the stage is but you certainly don't act like it what is it about your personality makeup preparation whatever those aspects are that allow you to conduct yourself that way on this kind of stage yeah i think i think at the end of the day tomorrow um you know if i win this golf tournament it'll change my life on the golf course but it won't change you know my personal life at home and so winning the golf tournament tomorrow isn't going to satisfy my soul or my heart. And I know that going in. And so I'm able to play freely knowing that, um, you know, the rest isn't really up to me. I'm just going to go out there tomorrow and do my best. It's impressive. Have fun on Sunday, Scotty. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Marty. I also had the opportunity to chat with Bubba Watson after his third round effort to glean insight from a two-time Masters champion, what Scheffler must be feeling Saturday night and what he might experience Sunday morning. Watson's former caddy, Ted Scott, is now Scheffler's caddy, so he's read this book before. Bubba, you've been in the same position that Scotty Scheffler's in right now. You have gone into Saturday night as the leader of the Masters for the first time. What's that like? Um, yeah, I mean, he, he's just got to do what he's doing. Um, again, having a great team around him. He has a, a great team around him. Not only is his manager, not only is swing coach, um, he has Teddy on the bag. Um, his wife is a is a solid mind. Um, she's going to be right there for him. Um, his whole team's going to be there for him. His whole family. Um, and, and really, what it is, it's just about taking. And if everybody's doing the right thing, they're going to take his mind off of golf. They're going to talk about other things, talk about other sports, maybe NASCAR. I had to do that. Tiger did it, so I figured I should do it. Um, and so, um, you know, I mean, it's going to take his mind off other things. And uh, I mean. I, I don't know what he's talked about, but a, a strong Christian man. He's going to be reading things. He's going to be just focused on life and not focused on um, the golf tournament. And, and again, doesn't mean he's going to win. It doesn't mean he's not going to win. It just means, you know, even if he plays bad, he's still going to have a great team around him and a beautiful wife to go home to and, and just enjoy life and, and wait for the fight to do it again. And if he wins, he'll wait for the fight a year and do it again. Scheffler on Sunday at the Masters will be paired with the only competitor on tour who's as hot as he is, 
Cameron Smith. Smith carded a day's best four under par 68 to move into sole second place. And just like Scheffler, he's riding quite a wave of momentum because just like Scheffler, Smith won the last tournament he played. Here are his thoughts about heading into Sunday with a shot to win the Masters. I think I'll just you know, try and keep it as simple as I can, um, try and keep it the same, uh, go home, have dinner, have a good rest, and um, yeah, just really focus on getting a good rest and being prepared for tomorrow morning. Keeping my hands warm. <laughs> you have hand warmers uh, in there? Yeah, I had hand warmers all day, but I don't think they help, <laughs> to be honest. Um, no, it was it was it was brutal. Um, I think off the tee, there's with this west wind, there's not many um, holes you get straight downwind or straight into the wind. You get lots of crosswinds and can get quite tricky into the greens, um, hitting different shapes and, and trying to judge the wind right as well. No, I think preparation. I think it's not going to be as windy tomorrow. So um, you know, typically here on Sunday, especially the back nine. Um, you can use plenty of greens to your advantage and have plenty of uh, birdie opportunities. So, again, just stay aggressive into the greens and um, just keep hitting quality shots. I think the front nine um, out here, can you can get away from you pretty quick. I think you have to stay really patient through the front. Um, there is a couple of birdie opportunities, but I think the back nine tomorrow is where, you know, obviously where the tournament will be decided. But, um, you know, typically there's plenty of pins in bowls and... Um, yeah, you can give yourself plenty of looks if you're hitting it good. Scheffler and Smith tee off at 2.40 p.m. Sunday. As I previously stated, despite Scheffler's tremendous performance through 54 holes, Tiger Woods has been the story of the 86th Masters. On Saturday, he shot a 6-over-78, the worst round he's ever carded here. Afterward, he spent some time with the media, and I asked him, what he hopes he's showing the millions and millions of golf fans watching the Masters about perseverance, about determination, about never giving up. Exactly what you just said, never give up. Always chase after your dreams, and um, I've, I fight each and every day. Each and every day is a challenge. Um, it has presents, each and every day presents its, its own different challenges for all of us. And... Um, I wake up and um, let's start to start the fight all over again. Today was a challenge with the conditions. The conditions were tough today. You know, they were tough yesterday starting out, but at least we got a little bit of a lull at the end. Today it's just been blustery all day, and yet in the, the temperature difference, um, it was cold starting out. Um, the ball wasn't going very far. Um, it was, it was. I th I thought it was tough. I mean, some of the other guys may not may not say that, but uh, for me, I had, I had a tough time and. I felt like I didn't really hit it that bad, um, but I had four three putts and a four putt. I mean, I, I mean, that's just like I hit a thousand putts on the, on the greens out there today, and so that obviously it's affected the score. You know, you know, you take those away, and I have normal two putts. Um, I'm at even par for the day. You know, it's I did what I needed to do ball striking wise, but I did absolutely the exact opposite on the greens. No, I, I just couldn't get a feel. I mean, I, I just could not get a feel for getting comfortable over the ball. Um, posture, feel, my, my right hand, my, my release, I could just couldn't, I just couldn't find it. Um, trying different things, trying to find it, trying to get something, uh, taking practice strokes and just trying to feel the swing in the putter head, trying to get anything, and n nothing seemed to work. Um, 
even as many putts as I hit, you think I would have figured it out somewhere along the line. Um, but <laughs> this didn't happen. Well, I mean, he, the way he's been playing, it's just, you know, I was just telling Amanda in there is that it's kind of like what we were talking about in the practice rounds with Joey was caddying for Fred in 92, right? I mean, he had a little hot streak right before this, right? He won Bay Hill by nine, lost in a playoff to Corey, um, in the West Coast hot, played Florida hot, went into here and won the Masters. Um, Scotty's doing the same thing. You know, he took care of the end of, end of the West Coast through Florida. Um, coming into here, I mean, he's doing the kind of the same thing. We, we all wish we had that, you know, that two, three-month window when we get hot and hopefully majors fall somewhere in, long, in that window and we take care of it in, in those, those windows. And Scotty seems to be in that window right now. It's not as limber and as loose as it normally is, that's for sure. The blustery conditions during Saturday's third round gave some competitors substantial trouble. Here are world number four Victor Hovland and major champions Justin Thomas and Colin Morikawa on what it was like competing in those difficult conditions. Feels like the players actually, but um, no, it's it's cold and ball doesn't go very far and greens are firm and fast and um, yeah, it's uh, it's tough. Yeah, it's not super scientific. You just kind of you kind of guess a little bit, um, you know, three four yards here and there probably. Um, yeah, and you just try to kind of err on the safer side. Yeah, I haven't checked the forecast, but um, yeah, it's not going to be too scoreable with these greens. They're really getting firmer and faster, um, and I'm sure the wind's going to be up a little bit tomorrow, even though it's going to be firmer, so it'll be hard. Man, I drove it terribly. Um, it was tough. It was really tough out there, and uh, I mean, to, I guess to shoot even um, with how I hit it was is good. I mean, felt like I, you know, I had that run there um, 11 through 15. You know that I feel like I, I definitely let some go, which which would have been nice. But uh, you know, it, it is what it is, and um, I don't mean it in a bad bad way. But unfortunately, Scotty's playing well today uh, for my sake. But you know, anything can happen out here. So I uh, just go get some stuff tightened up and and see if we can um, go crazy tomorrow. Greens were getting bouncy, I and mean, this is kind of what we were seeing on Monday, um, but with a lot of wind and and really cold. So. When you got that type of weather and you got that type of golf course, uh, it's going to play tough. And, you know, just you make a few mistakes and, you know, bogeys add up. One of the wonderful aspects of the Masters experience is you never know who you might run into. Celebrities are everywhere. And on Saturday, I had the blessing of spending time with two NFL quarterbacks and veteran Masters patrons, Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen and Carolina Panthers quarterback Sam Darnold. All right, I'm here with a couple of Masters veterans. Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen, Carolina Panthers quarterback Sam Darnold. All right, I'm going to start with you. You are used to playing in inclement weather, throwing footballs through horrible wind gusts. What advice would you give these guys as they hit in these 30-mile-per-hour winds? Just hit it harder. That's it. I just when there's wind, you just throw it up. No, I'm just, just rip it, right? It, just rip it. It's crazy. I've played enough golf to understand that when there's wind, you actually want to swing softer, right? And um, I got shorts on today. Sam's got shorts on today. Yeah, what's wrong? It's freezing. It, it, it's not that bad. Yes, it is. It's it's Buffalo. It's uh, this is Buffalo weather. This is beautiful. I'd be playing golf in this too if I were in Buffalo. So um, can't complain. You were both here in 2019 when we saw what might be the greatest comeback in the history of sport, certainly one of them. 
How does what Tiger Woods did then compare to what you guys have seen this week as you've watched him perform here at Augusta National, Sam? Yeah, I mean, just to be able to see, I mean, shoot, he hasn't played a tournament. I don't know if he's played golf in a year and a half, you know. I mean, it's incredible to see what he's coming out here and doing, you know, walking up even, yeah, just made the cut. Walking up on one, you know, you see him limping a little bit, but he's battling through it. I mean, what he did in 2019 was pretty special, but, I mean, this is, it's amazing to see him do what he does at, you know, a super high level here. You guys get teed off on all the time. You know pain management. I mean, how do you define what he's doing? We get hit. I mean, no, not, I mean, you guys are such elusive athletes that you don't get hit that often. No, I was talking earlier and just after the round, he probably gets home and there's probably five, six people working on him and that's kind of you know us it, you, you get built back up to get broken down on Sundays and um, the only thing that he's doing is doing it in four consecutive days which has got to be an absolutely brutal nightmare but he, he's handling it well and obviously like Sam was saying to make the cut and to play as well as he's been playing in such inclement weather and even before this you know just the cold weather um, affects people certain ways and uh, him especially so to, to be out here and watch him but again when we're, we're sitting here watching him He's just got this energy and this aura around him that's so fun to be around and so fun to watch that, uh, you know, he's one of my favorite athletes of all time. It's, it's pretty special. I was charged last evening by my bosses at ESPN to try to articulate in two minutes via a written essay that we voiced <laughs> for TV what this spectacle is like. It is an aura. It is a magnetic energy that doesn't exist anywhere else in sport. How do you define it? It's it's special too. I think, you know, not having phones. I mean, we live in a world that's consumed by social media, which is a good thing, and that sometimes it can be bad. But I think being here and you know having everyone's focus being on golf, and you know some people's focus is on drinking beer, and that's all right. But uh, you know a lot of people's focus is on golf and being able to watch Tiger and just you know you see the group following, you hear the roars two holes two holes away. Exactly. Did you plan that? No, I did. Yeah. No, right on cue, but uh, no, I mean, just, just to be able to kind of feel the, the aura around, you know, not only Tiger, but this entire course, it's, it's pretty special to be around. You know, a, a city, for example, Buffalo, all right, as passionate as Bill's Mafia is, even though you love them and they love you and you are a part of that community, it's probably very rare that you can move freely, like without somebody trying to fire off exactly. a selfie, right? Yeah. So for you guys, what's that like to be able to come here and but like the conversation is the interaction rather than, hey, man, could I fire off a selfie? Yeah, but I, I will say this to start off. The amount of Go Bills I've gotten here, it's, it's unbelievable how many Bills fans there are here. But, yeah, like you said, there's no phones, there's no selfies, there's no, nobody coming up to you and saying anything inappropriate. It's just it, it's more so about golf. And, like, we get to be spectators for once. And that's such a, a different feeling than what we're used to and something I love just to be out here hanging with the boys not worrying about someone sticking a phone in my face or asking for an autograph or something like we get legit just get to relax here so um it's it's genuine it's, it's genuine, yeah. it's genuine you know all the people that come up to us it's like they actually want to say hi and they want to say oh we're huge fans or go bills you know go thurs like it's it's really genuine and I think that's the best part about you know people coming up to us in this environment how would Bill's Mafia do with Masters decorum? <laughs> I about, I'd say about 90% of us would be kicked out. Yeah, uh, They don't have enough tables to support us in here. So I was going to ask you, what is the Masters equivalent of the table dive? Um, Firing off an azalea? I mean, what? Well, maybe five of them. I don't know. Yelling in someone's backswing, you know. Rope or something. Yeah. yeah. 
jumping over a rope, going in a fairway. I did see a video the other day, like old school, someone made a putt. This is like in, shoot, 1940 or 50. It was like some weird grainy film. And I don't know what golfer it was, but he made the putt on 18, and all of a sudden people ran in and dove onto the hole trying to grab the ball. So I guess that's what they used to do. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I saw that. I just like couldn't believe that. That's Bill's Mafia right there. That's what we would do. The last thing, this is the most important thing. One master's beverage for the rest of your life. Are you going Crow's Nest or Azalea? Josh Allen. Can I go answer number C? <laughs> number C. And go, All right, what is number C? It is a confusion with tequila, which is a transfusion, but with tequila. Call it a confusion. Okay, very good. That's nice. Is it, are, are you going to second his his motion? Uh, no. Nah, I mean, I, I like crow's nest. Crow's nest is great. I mean, but when you want to get the day going and you want to pick up a little speed, a little confusion is, is always good. Confusion, yeah. Well, I appreciate y'all. I, I love you. I appreciate your friendship. I am disappointed you didn't bring me any crow's nest. I'm standing here empty-handed. you didn't bring me a jacket. <laughs> Fair point. Well, you don't want to decide to wear shorts. I've got four of them on right now. <laughs> totally do. Thanks, fellas. I appreciate you. Thank you, Marty. Appreciate it. That's all for Saturday at the Masters. We'll be back Sunday, and someone will have a new green jacket. I can't wait. For everyone at Augusta National Golf Club and the Masters Tournament, thank you so much for listening.